Welcome to Kush Chat. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a special Thanksgiving edition episode of Kush Chat with your host, Keon Torres. I hope you are high as shit right now, eating whatever the fuck you're eating, and you're about to tune in for a great fucking episode. But anyway, thank you ladies and gentlemen for tuning in each and every Thursday for Kush Chat. Shit, we have an amazing guest for you this week. He is a producer, a hip-hop artist, a fucking lyricist, a musician. He fucking plays the piano. He does a lot of fucking things. But before we get to the interview, let's hear a quick word from our sponsors. Tell the world who you are and what you do. Hello, everybody. My name is Kobe Yokai. I'm a rapper, singer, producer. I engineer, play the piano. I'm learning to play the guitar. I do graphic design. I work on video games. I do a multitude of things. But mainly what I do is music. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That's what I'm talking about. Shit, by the way, happy fucking Thanksgiving. Yo, happy fucking Thanksgiving, brother. Thank you. Same to you and your family. You know what I mean? Yo, appreciate it. Much appreciated. For real. Man. What's your favorite like thing? (laughs) <laughs> what's your favorite thanksgiving dish uh, a lot of people you know it's crazy i was on twitter and somebody said ah, bah, 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 i hate stuffing i'm like for real i love stuffing like some my grandmother's stuffing on thanksgiving just goes right with everything that and potato salad like that's always my choice Those two. <laughs> and when you mix them together you know what i mean like what shit especially when you smacked but <laughs> especially when you smacked. <laughs> Indubitably when you're smacked. <laughs> oh shit. Yo, so let's talk about how we first met. It was in the Yo. Star Chasers Lounge group, you know, a bunch of Charles. <laughs> oh Hamilton my fans. god. Yo, I went back to Indigo, Indigo Kids, but you right, it really was the Star Chasers Lounge. Bro, oh my god. Oh man, I'm screaming. <laughs> yeah, it's okay, shit, bro. <laughs> No, yeah, so it was like the Star Chasers Lounge, which for those who don't know, that's like a Facebook group. This is like before Facebook groups. This is like its own fucking group. And like everybody on that group was like a Charles Hamilton fan. It was Um, a chat group. Like, yeah, it was a chat group before it was an actual group. Yeah, because that was before they had Facebook groups. You're right. Yeah. Shit. So, how do you find out about like that group and shit? Yo, all right. So, that was back in the day. um, I ended up finding a Charles Hamilton song, Brooklyn Girls. And I was just like, everything about it was perfect. I'm like, yo, they make music like this? Who made music? Who is this person? So I ended up um, searching, you know, doing my little internet thing. I didn't have internet like that at the time. So it was very limited. And the, coming across a group, because when I searched on Google, I was like, Star Chasers. I looked up Star Chasers. It came up, you know, a couple like like pages. And then somebody, I forgot who, um, I think it was Gary, Link God. <laughs> I think it was Link God that actually like <laughs> brought me in for real. <laughs> like, for anybody, I'm sorry for the people that don't know about who that is, but he know like my boy Keanu for real, for real. For real shit, <laughs> like yo, that's how fucking Blake. You know, you, you know, definitely know Blake Showers, bro. Like he doing big shit, bro. Oh, a lot of people came from that. Yeah, bro. Like check out Blake shit, bro. For real, like he doing a lot of big things. For real, for real. Yo, but, that's yeah. crazy. Like how like a lot of people out of that group are like doing like big shit now. Seriously, yo, I'm proud of you for real. I'm wanting to say this for a long time. You specifically, you've been doing your thing, bro, and you still positive. You still, you still authentic. You know, you still authentic, and that's not something that we see often. I see often, you know, anywhere. You know what I'm saying? So, big ups to you, for real, for real. 
No, I truly appreciate that, bro. As I'm lighting this blunt right now, <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm about to, you know, do similar things. Yeah. So, Brooklyn Girls was the first Charles Hamilton song you heard, right? Yeah, that was the very first one. Damn, yo, same for me because I remember seeing like his video on like MTV Two or some shit. Yeah, when I was, like, word. Yeah, and I was like, yo, who the fuck is this guy? And like you said, like the beat was great, the fucking song itself was great. And I was like, yo, who the fuck is this? And then I come to find out he's from fucking Harlem. But yeah. I got a funny story I, I want to tell you though. So mm-hmm. I did like recognize him in the video, and I was like, yo, I seen this fucking dude before. And like I said, you know, come to find out he's from fucking Harlem. And I remember mm-hmm. this was this was when I was in high school, and this is before like I knew who the fuck he was. Yeah. And like you know, niggas used to be posted up in the Popeyes on 125th mm-hmm. on St. Nick. And, like, I was with my ex-girlfriend from high school at the time. And, like, her and I were just, like, fucking passing by. And then we saw, like, a group of fucking niggas just a fucking ciphering. And Charles Hamilton was one of them niggas just, like, fucking <laughs> just freestyling and shit. With the pink hat and the Sonic shirt. Oh, shit. <laughs> yo, for real. Yo, yeah, not for nothing. So it's style influenced yeah. me in so many ways, for real. Yo, it, it's crazy, and then, like, come to find out a couple of months later, that's when I saw his video on MTV. I'm like, yo, this dude is fucking dope, and that's when I started doing, like, more research on him and started, like, listening to a bunch of his mixtapes. It's crazy. I always tell people, like, Charles Hamilton could have been fucking Drake if the label yeah. did shit right. Yeah, so he, honestly, I've, you know, I've spoke to Charles several times, you know, in these couple of years, like, Hung out with him, had good conversations with him. So I'm not going to get into too much detail, you know, for obvious reasons. Yeah. But seriously, they did him dirty. For real. That man is extremely talented. To this day, still extremely talented. And the fact that he, you know what I'm saying? Like, so much of my, you know, my um artistic, you know, direction came from him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like, I, I like when I was chilling with him, it was like, um, it's like Deku with All Might. You know what I mean? Like, it was one of those moments like, oh, shit, this is fucking All Might. You know what I'm saying? No, for real. And I I put him up there with fucking Kanye. Like he's just yeah, one of those like too. dudes that are just out there and like you have to like you have to be like our level headed like us. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? We have to yeah, be I know like, exactly very like level headed to understand like what him or like Kanye like when they go on their like rants or they, mm-hmm. they're just out there and like a lot of human beings are not like that, you know, and it takes yeah, a I special like, human yeah. being. Yeah, to, to see, what they're exactly. saying. It's a certain level of genius. Like exactly. the thing is, I realize people that are like hyper intelligent, usually their messages get you know misconstrued by people that aren't at a certain level of intellect. You know, they can't understand what they're trying to you know the message that they're trying to portray. So that I feel like yeah, exactly what you say. Him and Kanye, I see a lot of parallels because sometimes Kanye be saying some real, real, real shit, and people just go, <laughs> "Oh, he's crazy." You know what I'm saying? Like he be saying some ultra real shit, and they're like, "Eh, he's crazy." Bro. I'm like, "Did y'all even listen for real?" Yo, that motherfucker could have been president, yo. A lot of people voted for his yeah, ass, but we did not. Yeah, he did get a good amount of votes for real. For somebody that just stepped <laughs> in with his own money, yeah, he got a good amount of votes. He wouldn't have discredited that, but nah. Like, Shit, yo. But yeah, like let, let's go back to the timeline. So then eventually mm-hmm. we met in person at Funkadelic Studios for the Inspired yeah. Word Over Mic. It was you, Gerson, and Gabe. How did you meet those guys? And like yo, at that you time, you were like, under... Shit, y'all are under the name fucking Indigo Kids, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh my god. <clears throat> yes, we were. I'm sorry for the people with headphones, but yeah, yes, we were. <laughs> I went to high school with um Gerson and Gabe, like, and uh, I went to first high school in Jersey City, and um Gerson was in my graduating class, and uh Gabe was one year younger than us. But like, 
I say after um um Gabe's uh, senior year and after me and Gerson graduated, we just end up linking up because I we um Gerson was in the um, choir, I was in the band, and um if I remember right, yeah, Gabe was in the um the, the jazz band if I remember right. So we all already knew we was making music, and I think I reached out to Gerson, or Gerson reached out to me, and we all ended up going to his house, started making music, and I was like, yeah, we could really do this. He's like, yeah, we actually could. <clears throat> Gerson had to find him more events, find him more events. And then when I ran into you, I was like, oh, my, what? <laughs> this is my boy, you know, like, it's just crazy how everybody Yo. on the same energy just met up, like, linked up organically, you know? Because Gerson's doing Yo, that, that is pretty crazy. Wait, so Gerson was the one that looked up Inspired Words? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the one that, um, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's fucking crazy. I just thought you like looked at my Facebook or some shit, like saw like pictures of me like performing there. Oh no, that's crazy, yeah. yo. You see how the fucking universe works for like real, that? bro. Like not for nothing. I did see pictures and like I was thinking, where's that at? And then when I got there, I was like, this place looks really familiar. And then I seen you, I was like, yo, <laughs> it kind of, it finally all clicked. You know what I mean? Like it went full circle, complete full circle. Yo, we had a bunch of fucking lit nights at that fucking Dollar Studios. Word, for real, for real. <laughs> Yo, that was a great art, great Shit. people. Yo. Like, just, I, I Yo, and I remember, like, like y'all fucking... Lie. Yeah, no, yeah. I think, like, they shut it down. Like, they opened up a new one mm-hmm. on um fucking... I believe it's on 40th Street. Oh, okay. Like, in, it's still in fucking Times Square, but that's fucking crazy. I remember he, I even brought your fucking hot teacher and shit. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> yo, that's, a, man, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I got a lot of things to say about that person, but I will not... <laughs> For you know, obvious reasons, but yeah, timeline. Yeah, timeline. I'm just bringing up the timeline. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. That's all we gotta do. Just bring up the timeline. That's the word of the day. Timeline. Word. Exactly. <laughs> word. That's my word. Oh uh, shit! But let's let's go even further back. Tell me about your upbringings. Where were you born and raised? Well, I was born in um actually upstate New York. Oh, Kingston. Sure, really? Yeah, I was not born in Jer- in New Jersey. A lot of people, you know, I'm Jersey City savior. Yeah, but I was born in upstate New York. But um. Oh, so you part of Griselda then? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually Kingston, like way further. Yeah, Buffalo, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They in Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. they in Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually way further than them. But <laughs> what you call? I traveled around um, with my parents. They traveled a lot around for good until I was like six, and then we moved to downtown Jersey City. And then from then on, I stayed in Jersey City. Like my upbringing was like a lot of times. Uh, <clears throat> music is the was the, like the lifeblood. You know, like music was the, excuse me, the foundation of what was going on. Whether on my father's side it was more, you know, um, Christian music. On my mother's side it was more what people would consider secular music. There was a lot of reggae, you know, a lot of um, you know, rock, a lot of rap. Oh but, shit! So yeah, just a blend of music. So that's where I get a lot of my style from. Like, you know, that foundation growing up with um, hearing and taking part in so many different forms of music is shaped the sound that I just naturally want to hear, you know, and naturally create. Damn, that's crazy. So you, like, went to Jersey City when you were six, right? Yeah, six or seven. Around there. So what was it like growing up in Jersey City? I only lived there for, like, a year, and that's when, like, I almost fucking died, and that's, like, a whole nother story. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, for real, like, Jersey City is, um, it's like, uh, it's kind of, you know, like, I realized it's the perfect combination of hood and, you know, like, bougie art scene you know what i'm saying it's the perfect combination because downtown is becoming more and more you know like trying to be like new york yeah like manhattan is really trying to they, they that's what they're trying to push for but the hood areas are still the hood areas and the people that's there are still there you know like nothing's really changed too much but 
the level of potency between both scenes and the art scenes is like like they look they're very um linear almost like i'll see amazing levels of talent for people you know in um further on the hood and then downtown be amazing level of art but not for nothing back to the you know the original tangent growing up in jersey city outside of the music scene is very violent <laughs> there's a lot of people <laughs> seriously that really need to like not and this um <clears throat> it comes down you know economic level and things of that nature but you know people are mad at each other people are frustrated with the situation they're literally living on top of each other and it manifests in different weird ways damn that's crazy so what would you tell like a fucking hipster who's going to fucking jersey city like where not to go Ocean. <laughs> I tell any one of my friends, I swear to God. All my friends, I ain't had, you know, so I ain't had to think about that. <laughs> you know, me people I know from college, like, yo, where do I not go? I'm like, stay ass off Ocean. Tuh. MLK Ocean, you better not go. Yo, there. I think I passed by there with my Jersey ex, and I, and she even told me, like, oh, this is the hood. We need to yes. fucking drive the fuck out of here. I was like, wait, what? I was like, I thought the like, only yeah. hood was in fucking Newark, and that's like, no. Nah, yeah, that's crazy. Newark is pretty crazy, though. Like, Newark is very crazy, but people from Newark say that Jersey City is crazy. It's like, we both like, you crazy. No, you crazy. We both crazy. Like, a lot of people that, um, the, like, the levels of violence that I've seen in Jersey City and, you know, heard is, like, crazy. Like, not to get off on the tangent of that, but, yeah, it's very interesting blend of, um, of hood, and, you know, and bougie and classy. No, that's fucking interesting. So here's my thing with, like, New Jersey overall. You know, like I said, mm-hmm. I lived there for a year. And, like, going back to, like, where I almost died because like, I was, like, living with my Jersey ex in Jersey City in the Heights. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that is because I believe New Jersey, this is, like, my conspiracy theory, is really polluted. Yeah. And the water is, like, fucking contaminated, especially no, right. in the inner you're cities. Right. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. I want to hear what yeah, you're saying. I got yeah, another that's just like Flint. Flint. Yeah, you're right. It is that bad. Yeah, right, and I right. even ended up like getting diagnosed with ulcerative colitis. So that shit like, really fucked Whoa. me up. Like when I was like living there, and like you know what's crazy? I I I literally went to every fucking like great hospital in New Jersey, and like mm-hmm. none of them said, "Oh, you have this." Like, and I was like literally fucking dying that year. Wow. And I, and That's it's just yeah, and it, like you know, and it fucked up like my relationship and shit. And I was like, "Yo, what the fuck is going on with me?" Until I got back to New York, and that's when they told me I had like ulcerative colitis, and I, and I I stood in the hospital like for over a month, and I was like, "Yo, like what the fuck?" But and then then I thought about God, it, I was like, "Yo, fucking Jersey's like polluted as shit, and the water's fucking like nasty as shit. And shit is like contaminated as hell." Yeah, and you know another point, you brought a very you know interesting and va- uh, valid point when it comes down to the healthcare in New Jersey because earlier this year I almost died from a skin infection. You know, a lot of them talk about it often, but I'll talk about it now. And um, in saying that, I went to Medical Center downtown by um, Jersey Avenue, and they turned me away. Like, it was extremely bad, my skin infection. It was visible, visibly bad, yeah. And they turned me away. So, Damn. like, um, yeah, yeah. And, and hindsight is twenty twenty. I would have actually died earlier this year if it wasn't for, you know, for Christ, you know, um, Christ Hospital. For the, no, you probably familiar with Christ Hospital. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I almost fucking died there. <laughs> yeah, yeah was, it's, it's ironic. Yeah, it <laughs> is pretty shitty. But they, but medical center is worse. That's what you're like. And then outside of that, actually, you're very, you know, your assessment is very correct in New Jersey because the um, NJCU, the new um dorms that they that they built on um, West Side Avenue, close to 440 Mall and Route 440. Are actually uh thirty feet over uh like toxic waste, 
Like people are live paying thousands of dollars to live over toxic waste. Because that used Shit. to be a dump site. Yeah, yeah. Yo, that is fucking insane, bro. And like I hope like I'm Jersey you know, save you. I gotta know this. <laughs> you know, exactly. Saying? And you literally gotta save you. You gotta start talking to the fucking mayors and governor of fucking Jersey because you know, you know, legalizing yeah, right. weed, that's the best thing I heard that happened mm-hmm. for Jersey, and I'm I'm so happy for y'all. But like yeah, nah, well. there's other shit y'all gotta like fucking fix before, you know. Those yeah, weed dispensaries open that. up. Yeah, yeah seriously, because who's going to benefit from it? And, you know, how dilapidated is the infrastructure of the said, you know, open dispensary? You know, just because you're opening a new business doesn't mean it's a, like you're not opening in a fucked up area. The property value is going to just, you know, deplete with it. They don't tell you that in school, though. You know, they got to look tight shit like that up. But No, I, yeah. I, no, for real, though. But I do have like a theory. Like weed dispensaries do open. I bet you the crime rate will go down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because everybody's going to be high. <laughs> they not gonna be mad like that. Like, you know what? Never mind. I'm good. Yo, not for nothing. It's funny. Even walking through all of Jersey City the other day, after like, at like prior to and after the legalization, I'm like, yo, people are way calmer. <laughs> people are just way more relaxed. Like, I swear to God, like people look happy. Like the stress feed look on their face. Like, I'm enjoying today. Mm, I'm sure you are. <laughs> oh man that's funny as hell but let's go back to music real quick so yeah. like what convinced you to actually do music and who influenced you Whoo! it's full circle again baby <laughs> what's called um i started off making beats all right so i had a psp so you was a producer first yeah yeah i had a psp my mom brought me a psp for christmas i used that because it had the capabilities to use Wi-Fi. I used that to download, because I wanted to make music really bad. I wanted to make music on a computer. I had a desktop. So I used that to download multiple programs, and none of them really worked until I stuck, you know, I found FL Studio. Stuck with it, and then, you know, that was the... T- to this day, I still use that same program, but I branched out to other ones as well. But um, pretty much, at a certain point, I was making so many beats, and I was like, I'm tired of just making beats, and I'm trying to send it to this person, they're not rapping on it. Send it to this person, they're not going to use it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like... And that was right around the time when I discovered Charles Hampton. So I was like, he, I heard that he specifically produced and rapped. So I was like, I could do that too. And then from there on, that's how I just started from there. And yet again, Charles Hampton was the one lyrically, you know, um, sound-wise, aesthetic-wise, that a lot of my foundation was based on. I obviously branched out, you know, doing different sounds now, but that still is one of the, the biggest influences. Like, he's still the biggest influence. Him... Uh, Max B, MF Doom. Hey, Harlem. Yeah, Harlem, exactly. Harlem just got it, for real. Even with um, Battle Rap, K-Shawn, you feel me? Like, fucking Sway Siva. Harlem just, like, is like a mecca of fucking talent. I don't know what y'all got. <laughs> y'all got something in that water, for real. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Now, nah, we got that Kennedy fried chicken on 2-5, yo. <laughs> y'all got to go, all right, I'm going to take a little trip over there and see what's good with it, you know? Nah, I'm dead ass. Even though I don't eat meat anymore, that's the best chicken wings you'll ever fucking have in your life. Wow. On 2 between Broadway and Amsterdam. As soon as you get out the one train. Mm, okay, all right. We're, <laughs> we're, we're, good looks. <laughs> I'm still over here taking notes, writing it down on the napkin like, mm. <laughs> Shit. But yo, bro, how important it is to have a producer? Whew. To have a producer. As a producer, and then to have one, that is, you know, it's very interesting you say that because I finally found someone online that I might have, I do want to work with personally, you know what I'm saying, on a one on a face-to-face basis. But having a producer 
when you're a rapper, it's so much easier. Because now you can just say to him, like, yo, or her, yo, I want to, um, this is the song I want to sample. Man, chop that shit up, blah, blah, blah. You tell him what you do, and then you you could just focus on lyrics. When I was first starting off, I would already make the beat. The beats would already be done. And I didn't even realize how much work I was already handling myself. You know what I'm saying? And then I'd write yeah. the lyrics. But, and I was doing, like, when I first started, like, five songs a night type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like eight beats, five songs a night. Bam, pumping Damn. them out, pumping them out. Yeah, I was going crazy. You're just super inspired. So I didn't realize how much work I was actually putting in. But that helped me to be, you know, my longevity. And, you know, in, a, in hindsight, it's 2020. It helped me to it now. I have a lot more standing, a lot more work to stand on. And like, all right, I can do this. I can do that. I know my capabilities. But, um. Yo, that's fucking dope. Mm-hmm. Lyrically, a lot of people inspired me. Let's talk about the culture of anime and hip hop. You was really like heavy into Inuyasha, correct? Yes. Yeah, and I was heavy into Detective Conan, a- aka yeah. Case Closed in America. For those who don't know, mm-hmm. which inspired my fourteen twelve album. I have a funny story yeah. to actually tell you. You remember you produced, you actually sampled uh, the Detective Conan's um, theme song. Yeah, and I actually I recorded. That. I actually recorded it. And it was featuring one of my boys, Spike Roscoe, who's all, who I met on YouTube. He's like, he's from like Oregon, I believe. I'm sorry if I'm fucking wow. this up, but yeah, he was <laughs> dope as shit. And he recorded his verse first because I sent it to him, and I was like, "Yo, mm-hmm. record," because you made like the way you like made that beat. You put, I I believe it was the intro, intro first, and then you yeah, put, it was like, the intro, the, and then the um the ending thing. Up in the, yeah, 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 which was fuck great. So it's funny. Like, let, let me get back to that. So mm-hmm. I actually recorded it, and this was supposed to be on my fourteen twelve album, but my studio engineer lost <laughs> that song, plus uh, a couple of other songs that didn't make my album. So I was like, "Fuck!" And my verse was fucking fire. And I was like, "Yo, wow. what the fuck?" Yeah. So you know, us artists, like we were sometimes too hard on ourselves. Like I didn't want to like re-record it because I felt like the verse I had was just too was already, yeah. good. Yeah, I get man. What you're saying. Yeah, it'd be like that. Yeah. Yeah, man. Thanks a lot, Boris. <laughs> no, <but it's> not. <laughs> it's all right, bro. I think you know it's actually interesting. As you were saying that, it reminded me what happened in that time frame. Yo, you know how much music I had a hard drive that actually I don't have any of those beats anymore. Damn, all those things are just lost. Yeah. So even thank you for you know bringing that up because now we have proof. I'm not the only one. <laughs> you know, like seriously, a lot a lot of music has been lost. Man, that's a great that's a great story for real. Bro. <laughs> like that brings me back so much, like for real. Nah, man, that was a great fucking beat. Season. I was like, shit, man. Thank you. And I did that shit in one. Yo, take you're too. a great fucking artist. Yo, I did that shit wow, in one really? take. Yeah, and I was drunk as shit. That's when I used to drink. I feel you. Yeah. Yo, you're yo, not for nothing. Yo, you're one of the best performers I've ever seen in my life. Yo, it's like, really appreciate it. You take over the crowd. Yeah, bro, you take over the crowd, bro. You take over the crowd. <laughs> Your words just, like, get people to, okay, I'm going to do this now. It's crazy. Yo, I got to fucking think, like, watching, like, pro wrestling and Broadway shows, bro. That's what I got, mm. like, my, like, performance shit from. Because, like, the way, like, a pro wrestler hypes up the fucking crowd from just talking or doing some crazy yeah, shit, right. I'm like, yo, like, that energy is different. Same thing with a Broadway show. Yeah, same thing with a Broadway show. You see, like, you go to, like, a musical and you see how they fucking mm-hmm. perform and sing and move around at the same time. I'm like, yo, that's fucking crazy. And it captivates the fucking audience. And the audience is so drawn in. Because that's how I feel when I perform. You know, I I unleash, like, my fucking anger. Especially in my having a fucking shitty-ass week. 
I just unleash my mm-hmm. anger on stage, and then all of a sudden, I feel like I have the whole fucking audience in the palm of my hands, and like I have power and control. And I'm like, yo, you're all gonna fucking watch me right now, whether you like it mm-hmm. or not. <laughs> this is what we're doing right now. Hell yeah, bro. This is yeah. So the world is mine right now. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like performing is way different than recording like 100 percent. of course you have to like perform when you record and you know like by like delivering and like flowing and mm-hmm. shit but nah i i take performance to like a whole nother level and you know what's crazy there's like a shit ton what? of great performance at the inspired word as well so every time I, oh yeah, yeah so every oh, time yeah. i see them perform i'm like nah i gotta one up that shit and that shit like pushes me so that's like a whole different yeah. sport on its own not for nothing yeah like i can i can say honestly i've been to several events that had similar setups and none were as professional and not even a quarter of the people was as, was as talented as facts that, honestly seriously it was that like that set the, the bar so high that i kind of thought every place was gonna be that good you know and it wasn't you no know, oh, yeah it wasn't not at all, not even close like you know what i'm saying like for real they really had the the formula set and it was good people that just authentically come in here i'm i'm ready to do this and i'm passionate about it and I'm willing to, you know, I want to share my art with everybody. Yeah. What are you doing, too? And I feel, and I feel like we have all, we all had like the fucking same level of love for music. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 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 Shit. That man. passion. That raw, authentic passion. Shit. I got a random question to ask you real quick. It just like popped in my head. What's up? When do you think music started? If you had to guess. Mm. <clears throat> um. Well. I'm a scientific man, I like to believe. And scientifically speaking, you know, uh, humanity, or as we like, you know, Homo sapiens, started in Africa. Facts. So facts, I would facts. like to believe that, you know, yeah. Like, you know what's so interesting about the things that Charles Hampton talked about, the, the prevalence of a ring? Like, you know, a lot of, you know, African rituals, and, you know, use music, like actual drums, mm. a talking drum, or, you know, Congos. And they'll be in a circle of form, form, you know, like a cipher. Oh, you know, what I'm I saying? see where like, you're going with this, and I gotta, yeah, I got something like to add to it. But go on. Do you know what I was gonna say? That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, no. that's what I think it started. And you know what that is, bro? The circle of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say it all the time, man. Life is um, life is movement. A lot of times, and like when we dance to music or when we create music that just like makes people move, you know, it inspires us to move even more. You know. <clears throat> literal like literally when it comes down to life or death in my opinion death is just not non-movement low frequency shit you know no nah, that's a fact bro stagnant murky yeah shit man yo what was the first anime you saw as a kid not for nothing inuyasha and um you show just completely inspired me with anime i'm like to this day still going hard i just got into black clover everybody been telling me to get into it you know what i'm saying it's like i'm finally finally getting into it. I'm, I'm seeing what people were saying but inuyasha not for nothing the Shikan Jewel, I refer to that as like, um, because think about it, you know, what's so interesting that why I still because Koga Yokai, the name means like, um, Koga means silver fang, and then Yokai means like spirit of demon, you know, and like everybody's talking about being on demon time, and everybody, everybody's talking about demon time. Yo, you made demon shit. time, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro, like, I, was, I was years ahead of the shit, like, for real, for real. and then on top of that, it's like, <laughs> for real, bro. It's insane. I've got the other reference I was gonna make. Oh man, I feel like that encompasses most of it. But um, oh yeah, specifically um with Inuyasha, that's what I was on the best say about the Shikan Jewel. I refer to that as drugs because think about it. Look how many people that are like make great art and like are just on heavy drugs. You know what I'm saying? 
And then look what it Fair. does to their body. It makes them more evil. Yeah. Yo, that's fucking deep, bro. I didn't. I never like thought of it like like that. Shit, that's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Damn. Thank you. No, no, that that's some <laughs> fucking deep shit. And I'm like high listening to this, so I'm really fucking enjoying this conversation, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I, I have always a lot, fe- you know eclectic references, huh? No, I was gonna say I always feel like we hear like the greatest quotes from an anime, and it just makes you fucking yeah. think. And like, and you just like perfect example the shit you just said like that's a perfect example right there but yeah animes just always make you fucking think bro like what do you think about yeah. that anime inspires me like yo not for nothing it was this one song um called i'm never giving up it was me and my homie mars well his name you know at the time his name was mars now his name is apito goyez same same artist you know same wavy music but the name was the name of the song was i'm not i'm never giving up and that was at that time I was um I didn't have a place to stay. <laughs> like I was like fucked up. And I was reading manga on my tablet. And I was reading um My Hero Academia and uh Deku, this is when he was um he was trying to like uh get into the agency with uh the psychic agency with um uh, Sir Night Eye. And he's like, I'm no he's like, I'm not giving up, I'm never giving up. And that shit just just inspired me. So I thought and that was that's a um a recent reference but so many times in life like anime and manga just completely just like motivated me like yeah people are you know they are good people out there you know shit and it's interesting it's come it's, it, these are just drawings on the paper you know what i'm saying and it's like inspired me to actually and i do see good more good people the more i like look for them yo no for you real know? and sometimes like when i watch like, like an anime especially when you like watch like the love story you're like shit yo i want my fucking love life to be like that <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> bro, man. What, yo, Yusuke and um, Keiko is like perfect relationship. Not for nothing. It's like um, that's another dope reference is the fact that uh, the creator of Yu Hakusho and the creator of Sailor Moon are married. What? That's like, crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Yeah, seriously. And they have um cross references like even in um Hunter Hunter, there was like a uh, like a little figurine of like Sailor Moon. And then, like, Sailor Moon, they had a, a figurine of, like, EA. And it was like, you know, it's cool. It's like they almost take part in the same universe. Yo, that's fucking fire. Would you ever want to, like, produce a soundtrack for an anime? Yeah, I want to make an actual... Yeah, I want to do a lot of things. Yeah. I can he- hear myself definitely doing that. How about you? Yeah, I would I would want to do that. Actually, I want to, like, make my own anime. And I, I, yeah. I've been seeing, like, a lot of, like, brothers, like, you know, one of ours, like, fucking yeah, moving to exactly. Japan and, like, starting, like, their fucking own anime shit, which is fucking mm-hmm. amazing. You know, that gives, you know, that inspires people like us that love anime and, like, yo, like, let's fucking move to Japan and fucking create. Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. Yeah, guy went over there. He created, um, one guy last year, he, um, created a, a video, like, it was, yeah, it was a video game company. This year, it was a manga company, like, uh, yeah, a manga conglomerate, if I remember right. So, it's, like, it's time. It's time to move, you know? And then the thing is, <clears throat> I love how everybody's just seeing, like, eye to eye with, um, with how anime is just, like, almost... It's like the modern-day epic, you know? This is, like, the plays. These are the plays of our own, of our generation, you know what I mean? Like, like Hamlet and shit. Yo, you know facts. This is our Hamlet. For real, for real. Dragon Ball Z is our Hamlet. Yo, they need to you know do I mean? Dragon Ball Z on Broadway. You know how fire that shit will be? <laughs> that would be crazy. Like, for real, for real. And like yo, yeah, that, for yo, real. Yo, yo, that's possible. The generations, yeah, that is possible. Yeah, yeah. They, not honestly, Broadway been pulling off some shit. <laughs> like, yo, they, they got they better Tupac like, on Broadway, like shit. Yeah, seriously. You know, um, 
<laughs> Yo, the guy um uh, what's his name? Uh Richard Garcia, actually. He um he's known as the Jersey City uh Tupac. And he um <laughs> if I remember right, he auditioned for that. Yeah, for real. I remember when growing up, he um he used to work at Path Morgan and he was actually sub at um Ferris one time. I swear to God, yeah. And he um ended up uh he went viral recently, if I remember right. With the video where he went to the um that wedding. Shit, what? I'm, I'm not sure if you've seen it. Yeah, yeah, that, that it got a couple like it got a couple million. Oh no, you gotta send me this shit. I gotta like like look. I got you. Shit, yeah, man. I got you. Yo, that's I'm gonna have to scroll for it, but I'm gonna yeah, yeah, I got you, bro. For real, this shit really went viral. Yo, like shit. blew up, blew up. Shit, how do you feel about people going viral? I feel like anyone. Well, here's my thing with people going viral because it's like a double edged sword. I feel like there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that do go viral and become successful and like you know not successful like you know everybody knows <laughs> who they are. But successful mm-hmm. and like, yo, you're successful because you capitalized on it financially. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of other people who go viral who don't capitalize on it financially at all. What do you think about that? Um, I feel like you hit the nail on the head. It's too fast. There's a lot of times like to viral and it's like either bam, you're gonna use this, you know, this momentum to in the you know a career path or a career path, or you're just gonna fumble it. And be like boot gang, you know. Like I'm not trying to like shit on him. I'm really not. Like I feel like he's better now, and I'm glad he's better now. But he kind of did, you know, destroy a lot of his momentum. He had a lot of good things. He was on the news and everything just from being viral, you know. Shit. I feel like he's a clear example of yeah, like you know how you can mess mess up. But he's doing better now though, for real. For real. And he still has a, he has enough of a platform platform still the way I'm even. I still know what he kind of doing. You know what I mean? So he did something right. It's all about how you, you know, maneuver and use that energy around you. You know? Shit, yo. It's crazy. All you need is a fucking phone, a camera, and the internet, bro. Yeah, seriously. To fucking like, be yeah, a millionaire. <laughs> yeah, nowadays it really is. You know, the thing is, um, I work at a school. So I work at a several schools, actually. And these little kids, their education and the way they view the world is completely different than when we grew up. Facts. When we grew up, there was like, oh, you don't, you're not gonna have a, a calculator in your pocket, and now we have more than just a calculator. <laughs> we have, you know, more than just a phone in our pocket, like literally. So nah. now little kids grow up to where they like actually, if you think about it, um, like, uh, competitive video game, like um, people that are like esports specifically, that's a career. Like that wasn't a career when we was growing up. That was kind of like, oh, you just play video games too much. Now it's, oh, you can make a million dollars if you beat these other people. <laughs> Swear to God. Like, this, you know the guy that won um, the Fortnite um, tournament? He won a million dollars. Get the fuck out of here. I swear to God, bro, I'm not even joking. I wish I was. He won a mil- one million dollars. <laughs> human money. <laughs> one million human bucks. You feel what I'm saying? Like, for playing a video game, a virtual, something that somebody made, you know, a collective made. And this is a free game, essentially. That's what's so crazy about it. But, yeah, we grew up in a completely different um, <clears throat> branch of society. So, yeah, kids no. nowadays, they see, they see viral things as different. they like, oh, I could just do this dance real quick and get way more. I can see people from all across the world. They don't see things the same way we do. No. The only thing we fucking got was the evolution of the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was, the, like, the forefronts of, like, the memes, you know? We were the forefathers of memes. Yeah, no. and I wasn't, yo, and I wasn't even using a fucking, like, internet computer to, like, I was, like, a couple, like, when I was in fucking high school, because I was too mm-hmm. fucking broke to actually have a fucking computer, and it was just crazy to me, you yeah, know, seriously. there was the AOL chat room, 
the AOL yeah. chat rooms. Fucking remember fucking aim on your fucking yeah. sidekick. Bro, I was Yo, super like, poor to get um get a sidekick. Like I, I was mad at everybody that had sidekick. I'm like, ooh, that's a full sidekick. Fire, bro. Word, that was fucking fire. <laughs> that was fire back in the day. Like if you had one, you was the man. <laughs> like you was the man. Like nah, I love fucking writing lyrics on that shit. Yeah, Damn, yeah. I, I lost a lot of, of fucking too. lyrics on that. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, <laughs> bro. Speaking of losing lyrics, man, I've lost several lyrics, but they always come back. Things always, you know, like I like to say, full circle. Things usually, you end up in the same spots if you didn't learn, you know, the lesson last time. You know? Mm. What, like, inspires you, like, to write? Now, all right, so I've been writing for years now. And I realize sometimes I, I like, I can write a lot. Sometimes I can't write anything. And in between those times, what I always notice is if I'm having a long spout, I can't really write anything. I need to change what I'm listening to. I need to change what I'm thinking. I need to evolve. I need to advance because the old methods aren't working, obviously. That's what inspires me. Yeah, new stimulus, stimuli inspires me to write. Being around new people, new conversation, new energy. Yo, that's fucking crazy. Is there like any part of the world you want to like go to? I want to go to Ghana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for real, for real. Definitely. Uh, any um, more places? Yeah. Um, more than likely Tokyo. I would like to go to Tokyo too. Just um, you know, uh tourist reasons, definitely. And I wanna there, Jamaica, um, I'm not really too into the, a lot of the uh, European, European countries. Yeah, they all seem boring so, as shit. Except yeah, Instagram. they kind of seem Instagram. like the same. Yeah, yeah, that's the only thing that's that's kind of you know sticks out. But you know, America's kind of kind of in you know in that vein. So look, Oregon, you know, we're sort of inching our way towards that. So if we just stay over here a little longer and you know save more money, we're gonna be Amsterdam. Shit, bro. Nah, that's that's a fact, yo. Shit, what are your top five favorite animes of all time? Hmm. Mm. Yu Yu Hakusho Hunter Hunter Demon Slayer the most recent one um, My Hero Academia and this last one is going to be because oh my god <laughs> I got to make sure <laughs> uh, alright alright I got to swap out <sighs> damn it damn it <laughs> can you say seven? Cause <laughs> all right, fuck it, seven, seven. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so Idiasha added on that. Um, the last two, I would have to say, I would have to say Dragon Ball Z, and then of course, yeah, 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 yeah. Seriously, seriously, just for the foundation and manga reasons, and um, <laughs> Prince of Tennis. Honestly, Prince of Tennis, very, very old. You know. Obscure, but it's just about tennis. <laughs> like, but it's nah, really that's, a, that's a pretty good list. That's a pretty yeah. good list. That actually inspired me to play tennis in high school. That anime, yeah, that's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Yo, yeah, how about it, you? Like, oh, ta. Of you course, do five, Detective, seven. You know, yeah, yeah. I, might, I, I might, I might do seven. Um, of course, Detective Conan. Mm-hmm. I don't know, just something about that anime, and I watched like even like because you know. Case Closed had, like, the Funimation version, but I believe it only had, like, fucking four seasons, and it didn't continue with the, you know, the Japanese version. So I actually fucking started watching the Japanese version with the English subtitles, and, yo, Mm -hmm. I watched a shit ton of episodes. Like, I need to catch up, because, yeah, I need to catch up, because, yo, it's still fucking going. Like, 
yo, mm-hmm. they fucking kill it. Like just consistently yeah. putting out an episode. But yeah, man. So yeah, Detective Conan is one. Uh, mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z, like you said, mm-hmm. from the foundation. <laughs> yeah, seriously, um, like everything. Yeah, Yu Yu Hakusho, of course. Mm-hmm. I put Folk Metal Alchemist up there. Oh, I felt like I was forgetting something. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, you're right. Yeah, Folk Metal uh, Great. Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, another great one. Uh, Tenchi. Ooh, that's a, that's an underrated more. one. Yeah. yeah, that's a very big yeah, yo, bro. Fuck yeah. one more. Fuck uh that last one gonna be the kicker. Damn. I have like I'm stuck with two. Brony Tension and Trigun. Oh man, yo. Yeah, Rony Kenshin is uh, oh my god. <laughs> you taking me back, bro. The Matosada Man Slayer, what? He's yo, nah, hell yeah, yo, that anime is fucking fire. Yeah, fight scenes, story, everything. And honorable mentions, I'll say Sailor Moon. Yeah, yeah. Do, yeah yo, let's not act you... like we didn't watch Sailor Moon. <laughs> no, okay. Sailor Moon was fucking fire, and that thing yeah, still fucking <laughs> to, this hits day. to this day. Yeah, word, yeah. for real, for real. Yo, actually, yeah. another another weird sidebar, real quick. You know, um, Son Yashua. Yeah. Um, yeah, he actually uh, made a beat sampling um, Sailor Moon, and I was like, that's one of my favorite beats ever. He bodied that shit, bro. Oh, that's another person that's... Hit. Yeah, bro, that's another person in um, the Star Chasers Lounge just, like, doing great. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody. Then fucking John Fletch. Bro, my bad. Yo. <laughs> Talk to nah, it's all Star good. Chaser brings back so many Star Chaser memories. Nah, shout out to every... Like, shout out to all the Star Chasers, yo. Fuck... Fucking, they're like literally fucking star chasing. Like that's the way to do it. Yeah, seriously. Shit, man. Oh, but back to anime real quick. Yo, do you consider like Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon an anime? Yeah, for a fact. Actually, they're one of the most successful, in my opinion. Like, hands down. No, of course, yeah, of course they're anime. But I feel like they were like more like Americanized. You know, you get what I'm saying? Like, you know, other anime. Like they, yeah, they're kind of like a, a, like a, yeah, like a cartoon more than the anime a little bit. Yeah, I exactly. Pokemon, Pokemon definitely became more of a cartoon than it was an anime. Because if you remember, like, yo, the the original mangaka for um for Pokemon, he originally he was writing um hentai uh manga. <laughs> yeah, so he was putting wild adult shit in a little kid manga, bro. Like, I swear to God, they had to clean up so many things, bro. It wasn't even funny, and then they had to clean up a lot of things in the um actual anime too. The first one, but over the time, it just became more and more kid like for real. <laughs> I wish yo, I was joking, bro. Yo, you think niggas like really jerk off to hentai? <laughs> I feel like enough people make it for it to be a thing, so yeah. <laughs> if nobody was doing it, nobody would be making it. You feel what I'm yo, just like how they're making the sex robots, watch them make a virtual reality, y'all. Unless it's already out, like you're fucking yo. like an enemy. <laughs> that's crazy like your real waifu yo i played um yo recently i played persona i'm not sure if you're familiar with the um that game series persona no yeah it's great great but i played five i need to um i need to play the you know the previous ones to really get a fuller encompass encompassing opinion of the game series but five is amazing and in that the game is is dope because it's not just like a storyline thing. It's it's time based to where you have to actually do certain things, you know, at certain like on a certain date, or else you you know you lose the game. 
And it's also like a it's a soft call like dating simulator. But you have to actually outside of just like, you know, dating prospects, you have to build up relationships with other characters in the game. And they, they come from varying backgrounds that have different things that you know they enjoy that they enjoy and different things that you say to them that will work with them. And playing that game, just to parallel off like um what we were saying about the influence of anime and just like this is an anime video game for real, for real. But um it helped me realize that you can get a, a valuing an, a, a re- really a great message and a great opinion from somebody that's from a completely op- opposing you know background from you if you just listen if you just hear what they say hear their perspective you know damn that's yeah, interesting mm-hmm. that's what that game taught me I'm looking at the cover right now I love this game <laughs> like my home <homie laughs> I treat this game like gold bro like I literally yeah but it taught me um. A very very valuable lesson about life and about people and interacting. <clears throat> Damn, that's that's deep. Now, like I think about it. it, it's crazy. Video games is like another thing. I feel like in our childhood was like very important for us to evolve as adults. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. Damn, but sometimes I because I don't play video games anymore. I used to be a fucking video game head like crazy, and it's just you know I feel like it doesn't hit the same anymore like how it used to. Like when the GameCube, the Xbox, yeah. the PlayStation Two came out. You know the Dreamcast, like shit. Yeah, the man. same level of excitement ain't there. No, for real, you're right. Like for me, it was mainly once I started playing online games. I saw, I kind of dipped out once I went to college because you know school and different things. You know now I'm mainly, I you know I read a lot, I play games a lot, and you know I listen to you know the good music. But mainly the things that keeps me inspired when it comes down to you know creating art is like philosophy and like sociology, like other like sociologists in the past things of that nature like understanding how people move and what they do and why they do certain things you know interesting as far as me yeah nah that's, that's fucking dope bro what do you think of the state of hip-hop today uh i'm glad you asked me that specific question and i'm glad that this is something that the world will be able to hear <laughs> i am not, for real i am no longer a rapper Oh, I, shit. I'm making my own genre of music. It's called Kai music. Kai in Japanese means spirit. So that's my new genre. I make Kai music. But currently, hip-hop is not even hip-hop. Rap specifically is uh, corrupted. It's evil. It's evil, for real, for real. It's very, 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 very evil. A lot of the messages that are being you know, portrayed to little kids <clears throat> are like very ugly. A lot of the repercussions that happen, like, you know, STDs, STIs, you know, jail, throwing in the cage, you know. Overdosing. I mean, you know, that's, yeah, overdosing. That's not even being reported on. You just, like, oh, as long as the song is letting the beast sounds, you know, whimsical, people just forget that he's talking about shooting a man in the face that looks just like him. Like, when I say hip-hop is evil, I mean that um, inherently it's not healthy. It's in a very, like, it's corrupted. It's, like, dilapidated. The, the infrastructure of hip hop is like completely, you know, gone. Yeah, and I don't. And the people that should be padding it up aren't really there. They don't have the power to pad it up and help it, no, you know, give it its life again. No facts, and I feel like it's not even the artist's fault. I feel like it's the record label who takes the full yeah. responsibility behind it. Yeah, for a fact. Yeah, they want to. Um, you know, the thing is, I ha- I was having a conversation, a, per- a personal conversation, but this is a, you know, I feel like a enough of a parallel to reference. Tyler the Creator in my opinion, changed the atmosphere of music. Facts. He made it to where most, multiple things can be said and multiple, you know, avenues and being really talented 
can get you heard as an artist, you know, and you can make whatever image you want, essentially. But now I feel like record labels just like noticed that they copied it, and now they're getting their, you know, they're putting plants in. Like, all right, we're gonna put this together, put this, put them in this clothes, put them in that clothes, tell them to do it this way, and then here, now you just pop up and you're successful. No, you made you you designed this person to be successful, you know. And then the people that are talented, you're stripping it from them. You're stripping their soul from them. You're saying sooner than they shit. Like, for real, it's crazy. And Bert, Damn. You know, that's why, um, <clears throat> yeah, that's why when it comes down to um, creating art and creating music, I only keep myself around people that are enlightened and of, you know, a certain esteem, you know, on God's time, for real. No word. And word. and good thing we can stay independent. And that's what, like, we got, like, CD Baby or TuneCore for Exactly. Yeah, that the internet just changed. Like that's why. Yeah, Tyler Creator, he's revolutionized. Like for real, exactly. CD Baby, someone called Distro Kid, completely changed music for us and how we can um interact. Even on social media app platforms, it just changed the way we can interact with our fans on a one face to face damn near basis. You know, I could just reach out here. Let me talk to you specifically. Before you had to, you couldn't really do that. You had to go through a lot of things to talk to somebody that was a celebrity. Now you can just talk to them on your phone. Do you think um, when it comes to like feeling music, do you think it hits the same? Feeling music? Yeah, you know, you, mm. like you hear a song like, all right, all right, perfect example. Give me one song that always stood out to you and you fucking bumped to this day. Michael Jackson, Remember the Time. Exactly. And what I mean by that, you feel that fucking song. And of course, Michael Jackson yeah. is one of the like, fucking goats. But you feel mm-hmm. that song, and you can feel that that song's like lifespan can last fucking for eternities until this fucking planet Ooh. blows up, and the universe still is hearing the fucking waves of that song. Yeah. Here's that. Yeah. Well. Yeah. What's this? How do I feel about music that can do last you, like to that do, level? Do you think like there's music like today that stands out like that? Hmm. I do think. Um. Yeah. 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 But the thing is. It's like a time release. You know, like, I noticed now it takes um a lot longer for a hit song to become a hit song and stay a hit song. You know, because there's so much, you know, music to sh- siphon through, you know, to shift through. So many things that sound kind of similar but aren't good, you know, just as good. You know, so for a really good, good song, a potent piece of art to stand out. Like Masego, people, you know, <clears throat> somebody like, um, in my opinion, Ketronada, like, like really potent forms of art had to go through. They're there to where they're still timeless, and I do appreciate their music very much. Where I feel like down, like later on in my life, I still listen to their music because it's that good. But um, it's few and far between. It's not as many. Like it's not as many artists that's popping up in my opinion that's just as good. Or maybe I'm not looking. That might be me. You know what I'm saying? But I haven't noticed any artists that are making real, real something that'll last forty years. You know, solid. You know. Like, to be real, you know, something like that. Random, but I agree with you about late fees being an evil policy that needs to be abolished. <sighs> they are. Seriously. Like, um, think about it. You're charging people. Like, if they don't already have money, <laughs> why are you going to try and... <laughs> I don't have it. Like, what, <laughs> what the hell? Like, it just doesn't make sense. It's like, it's like the fact that people got to pay for water. We got to pay for education. It's like, Word. That's type evil. Like, water's just here. Our bodies are mainly water. We need this to survive. And you're going to make me pay for it? Bro. What is money? I can't bro, eat a dollar. Yo, for real. I'll go deeper than that. Like, fucking housing should be free for everybody. 
Yeah, seriously. Yeah, for I one thousand percent agree. Like for real, for real. Like we don't naturally have the capability to to survive the elements, and then we robbed like most of Earth of its natural resources and made it to where it's not. It's like a concrete jungle now, so it's not even made for human, you know, survival on the street, literally. So people shouldn't be out there at all. Exactly. You know? And I feel like, you know, you can still have like the nice big ass mansion if, you know, you want to like achieve to that like level. But at the same mm-hmm. time, a lot of people shouldn't be fucking homeless on the fucking street. Yeah, I agree 1000%. I agree. Like, that's evil and ugly. It's like, um, and the thing is, <clears throat> that's not a, um, I wouldn't need to, you know, when people define it as a, a problem, that's not a problem. That's like, it's just corrupted. Why is that even? And then they'll bolt up. They'll literally bolt up an abandoned building with steel doors. So mm. they'll, you know, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, take it one further. Some communities actually have it to where the chairs have spikes on it so where you can't lay on it. It's fucking yeah. insane, Brian. Yeah, so they'd rather, instead of um putting money, they'd rather put money to keep them away than to, you know, keep put them in a place that actually they could survive in. Yo, you know, and help them. Yeah, and this is my thing. I remember I told um, one of my homegirls, she's running for city council, and I told her this. Mm-hmm. I feel like fucking shelters, like homeless shelters are just an upscale prison, bottom line. They are, for real. Time, cur- like curfews, you know, like, it's just, yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible treatment. You know, they don't really, they don't care. You're not really treated as a human a lot of times. Yeah. What do you think we can do for this country? Um... Me personally, if I had to surmise something, I think capitalism has to be abolished. I think that um, well, if not abolished and rewritten, I I like to um, I like to use this metaphor often of um, if the Constitution was a car, and the amendments were like patchworks that you had to do to the car, and if you had, if by the twentieth thing that's wrong with the car, would you keep the car? Would you keep mm. the car personally? Shit. No. <laughs> yeah, nobody would. So why are we still using the system that's, you know, that needs this, you know, umpteenth amount of, you know, edits <laughs> to make it work for everybody? It's just not meant to work for everybody. It wasn't made to work for everybody. No, for real. And I feel like... That's what I spoke about on my album, actually. Uh, Q&A. I was like, um, well, I specifically said, why the Constitution even need amendments? That ass. Like, yeah. If it was meant for everybody, it would just work. And technically, we all know it wasn't meant for everybody when they wrote that shit. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's my it's, point. It's fucking insane. It's, you know, I have a fucking, like, here's another conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. Do you believe... I'm, I'm going to ask you this, actually. What's up? Do you think George Washington really exists? Ooh, I've heard that a couple of times, man. Because they all were people um, historically that were created. Like, that's not even, a, you know... <laughs> That's not possible. I think he did for um that motherfucker. He's an anime. Yo, you're hilarious. <laughs> Yo, I'm just saying that nigga's story sounds too like heroic and shit. I'm like, yo, and we all know he had fucking slaves too. I'm like, yo, this, this yo. doesn't add up. Like, shit. Bro, I'm writing that shit on Twitter, bro. Yeah, I swear to God, I'm writing that on Twitter as soon as we get off. <laughs> as soon as we get this conversation over, I'm like, yo, 
boop, 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 boop. <laughs> but yeah, I think um George Washington. I think they, obviously um the thing is, like they tried to turn his story into an epic. You know what I'm saying? Like they tried to pad it up, make it seem a little bit better. They do that for a lot of historical figures, you know. Oh it's yeah, very, definitely. Like definitely history Christopher is Columbus. The, yeah, history is written by the, the survivors. Not even, you know, always the victors, just the survivors. Yeah, Yo, word. No, nah, that's very true. And it's just, you know, a lot, like I said, a lot of shit just doesn't, like, add up and make sense. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, yo, Christopher Columbus or George Washington, yo, y'all couldn't be, like, the only motherfuckers there that were, like, doing shit. I bet you we had, yeah. like, so many presidents that we don't know about. Yeah. That they you just erased is- from history. Yeah, it's just a title. Like, that's the thing. It's really just, yeah. like, oh, you the leader right now. So we're going to give you a, you know, we need, you need presidents. You know, like, literally, that's the um, root word of it is presidents. Like, you know, you put it primary. You're at the front. You're at the forefront. You know? Your presence alone is representative of all of us. That's why I ask people a lot of times when, when I refer to politics. I'm like, do you feel like politics is about representation? So, like, it comes down to that. Like, who can speak for the collective? You know? Yo, and right now it's just a fucking reality show. <sighs> sadly, yeah, sadly so. It really is. It really is. Like the amount of memes I've seen about you know the election, just in general, I was like, this kind of isn't a joke. You know, like it's never been a joke to me. Like I joke about a lot of things on the internet, but it's, that's not one of them. Oh no, it's our generation is gonna be the biggest joke. Once like mm-hmm. people in like fifty to hundred years like go on like on like oh I'm not gonna say a history textbook they'll probably have like a history tablet or fucking yeah. I don't know what the fuck they're gonna have in the future if there's a fucking the eyeball put in your mind yeah <laughs> they're gonna like look like in the history books and just see fucking Donald Trump fucking president of the United States which was yeah. Yo, if you were in the future and you saw Donald Trump as president, knowing his history before that, what would you say? <laughs> I would probably freak out. I was like, yo, you know what's interesting about him too is the fact that like uh he's kind of been the same person for as long as he's been, you know, an adult. Like he's been the same person. <laughs> but people act like, you know, as soon as he became president, it's like, oh now he's a demon. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yo, he's been you know what I mean, people he his catchphrase was you're fired. <laughs> Cutting off their supply of money. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? You think this is a good person? Yo, it it just boggles my mind a fucking reality star like became president. Yeah, seriously. Like, but look, Ronald Reagan was a um he was an actor. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. That's yo. another we forget one. that. Yeah, like we forget, like, yo, like he was a literal actor. He played the movies. He just read another script. That's all. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yo, I would pay money to see his conversation with Easy E. <laughs> Yo, I would too. I would, I would pay a good amount of money. Not all my money, but a good chunk of it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but here, all right, you want to, all right, man, I'll throw a little over 100. You know, here you go. <laughs> Just now, but that ass though, yo, because Easy E, yo, he, he was who he was. Yeah, he didn't give a fuck. Like, he was the real, real, like, a lot of people try and be as thug as he was, but he really was thug, though, like, for real. I didn't realize he didn't even want to be a rapper. Fucking... Yeah, he really didn't. He was like, yo, I'm too much in these streets. <laughs> He's like, nigga, I'm streets. a hustler, yo. I'm selling bricks. Yeah. <laughs> like, he really, yeah, for real, for real. Like, but the thing is, <clears throat> it's like, um, it's the same old song, you know? That's why um, a lot of parallel things he was talking about, you can look at rappers right now, they talking about, because it's the same area, and it's the same, you know, system that's set to make them do the same shit. Same stage is set. You gonna put that costume on or not? You know? That's how I kinda how I see it. 
And how do you think we can get out of that as um, a culture? Curtain call. We need a new. <laughs> we need a new stage set. You know, we need a whole new. You know, we need a whole new uh, arena because it's. We need to design something that's all encompassing for everyone that's here and representative of everyone that's here right now. Not just for you know, not patchwork. Not you know, not hearing them out until they calm down and then doing the same thing again, a little different. No, like it actually need we need a overhaul. We need a complete overhaul. You know, we need to overhaul the status quo. In my opinion, like uh, as a um, culturally, as a society, and legally speaking, we need an overhaul of everything. Because <clears throat> you know, I realize like a lot of times these people people that we were relegated is like, oh, they lost people. Sometimes I'm I'm a little judgmental when I say yeah they lost and you know there's no cause for it, but I was at a point where I you know I felt the same way about myself and people sort of lighting me. I should be able to see the light in them as well. So there's people right now that um are at the forefront of the extreme violence towards each other and they could stop. You could you know, you don't have to do that. It's just all about how the people around you treat you and what they show Facts. you. The energy they show you. A lot of people that I know that's like in that in that type of lifestyle, I show them love. I show everybody love. As long as they're, you know, deserving of it. <clears throat> for real, for real. But a lot of times it's how you treat people and that that, you know, brings them in. That okay, I can you know we can talk about this, we can talk about that. We don't, we don't gotta do that. And you don't gotta do that shit. You don't gotta go over there. You know? Nah, dead ass. Like, and I feel like especially the ones who do make it out the hood, you know, and become a successful artist. I feel like not record labels, because at the end of the day, record labels just see them as a dollar sign. I feel mm-hmm. like there definitely should be a union. I remember Joe Budden saying that to yeah. Wale or yeah, whatever right. artist he, he was talking right. to. But no, yeah, right. there should be yeah, there should be a union and I feel like there should be like part of that union, there should be like, you know, counseling to help like all these young mm-hmm. rappers, you know, yeah, stay away from Exactly, you know, stay away from where they came from. You know, I'm a fucking straight gangster. I'll shoot you like, like that yeah. lifestyle. That shit is just negative, and I feel like they should direct them to like the right path and just be there for them. Like, yeah, a lot of them nef- never left their city until they screamed in the mic about shooting somebody. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, they never left their city. They just been in you know a certain five some amount of blocks. Their school was here, the high school further, a little further up, the hospital over here. You know, like they that's all they need right there. They never left the city until they had money, you know, from being violent <laughs> or selling, you know, selling poison. It's crazy. Yeah. And I also think, you know, and once they do realize, you know, like that, I feel like they should, you know, go to the inner cities to fucking educate all like the mm-hmm. young people to stay away from that shit and guide them like to the right direction like hey okay you don't want to be in school cool here's another direction that you can achieve if you put in the fucking work yeah because you know i'm fucking i feel like i'm living proof of that i'm not trying to like toot my own horn but i know for real you are yeah i'm like yo i came from the fucking streets you know (laughs) instead of fucking going the route like a lot of my friends took you know that i grew Mm -hmm. up with i feel like i dropped out of fucking high school and I'm gonna stick mm-hmm. to that plan till it gets me where I need to be, and that's financially free. Yeah, yeah, and the, like for all your inspiration in a lot of ways, because you um you actually you're a positive person. You're one of the few people that like all the time positive, all the time, and you have the choice. You you one of the few people that see what I see in the sense that you know 
positivity and being, you know, helping people is a choice a lot of times. You know, I choose, I wake up and I choose to be happy, you know? Exactly. To, you know, for real, for real. Like, you get that. And they yeah. go, like, and now you, you're reaping a lot of the results of, you know, your positivity. You're in a great spot, for real, for real. Like, don't get me wrong. I have, like, my dark time and, you know, dark days mm-hmm. as well. And it's just, you know, we got to learn process. from that. Yeah, it is a process. And we got to learn from that in order to, like, grow and be better. And mm-hmm. it's just, you know, and also, like, use that, like, negative energy to inspire it, to create something positive that's going to push you forward. Yeah. Yeah, for real. For real. You have to, like, you know, I like to use the metaphor of, like, a, um, like a, a slingshot. Sometimes the universe, you feel like things are, you know, you're being pulled back, but it's because the universe is going to propel you in the future. Exactly. And there's a reason why you're on this fucking path. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even though you have no idea where it's going to lead you to, you just got to fucking keep going on that path and not let anything, like, make you go the wrong direction. Because, mm-hmm. yo, people get fucking lost, bro. Not only in yeah, the seriously. fucking hood, but people in, like, life in general. Like, a lot of people, especially in this society and this country we live in, a lot of mm-hmm. people just get lost and just, or just stay brainwashed and follow, yeah. you know, the status quo. That's a form of being lost too, in my opinion. It's like being brainwashed. Like they just completely they don't know who to follow. So I'll stick to the main, you know, the status quo. It's working for everybody else. You know, some people I've realized a lot of people just end up compromising their soul for certain things. You know what I mean? Like they'll compromise it. So like, you know what? I do want older girls, so I'll do that. You know what I'm saying? That's enough. That's a small price to pay, but it's really not in the long run because the you know the women you're trying to impress probably don't like you as a person. <laughs> They're not gonna be here long. Your soul was yo, gonna be here long though. Yo, don't get me started with like relationships, especially yeah. in our generation. I feel like social media has destroyed the spirit thing we know as love and relationships. Yeah, I agree. It made yeah, it made it a joke. Like we don't like. Yeah, seriously, I feel for the little kids growing up nowadays, like trying to, you know, actually pursue a healthy. Well, they will consider even what they consider as a healthy relationship probably isn't even all that healthy. You know, I feel like anything that, like the thing is for me, there's varying forms of people and varying forms of personalities. As long as you're with somebody that isn't um, isn't hurting you in any form or fashion, and you're actually growing with them. But it has to be both of those things. You're growing with them, and yet they're not hurting you. Because some people get in relationships, and you know they're not hurting me, but you're staying, you're stuck in the same place. You know that's not really all that healthy either. You should develop and grow. You know. Yo, there's so many layers, bro. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. so many fucking layers when it comes to like relationships, like today. Yeah. And it's just you know, and I I witnessed that myself in my relationships, not only my relationships but other people's relationships. And I just like observe everything of like how shit flows and how yeah. shit can fucking sink or how shit can fucking blossom. It's it goes so many directions. It's fucking insane. And like I said, social media doesn't help at all. Because social yeah, media is just like brainwashing a lot of shit. It's just like how TV back in the day used to, you know, brainwash people. Like, oh, mm-hmm. like a f- perfect example. Any TV show you watch, yeah, exactly. It's programming, and any TV show you watch, you see the perfect life. Like mm-hmm. everybody has a perfect fucking life, and this is how your life should be. When you know, yeah. a lot of people don't have to follow that shit. A lot of people can like create their own life that's gonna find the pursuit of happiness exactly and be healthy as well yeah mentally yeah for sure i say it all the time like you know um five plus five percent but so does um three plus seven you know 
There's multiple, multiple ways to get to the same result. That's how I view religion. That's how I view happiness and relationships. It's like, as long as you're getting to a healthy, you know, result, your path isn't always as important as you think, you know? Sometimes, you know, a lot of people go through it on the wrong path and they're like, oh, man, I'm fucking up. But there's a there's an out right there. I can take this exit. Bam, get on this road, you know? When you get lost, like, life is like a highway. Yeah, Sometimes right. you get lost and you got to loop around. Like, nah, I, got, I took the wrong way. Some people get too deep in the way and they're in a whole other state, you know? And now you got to be there. It's hard to get out now. You know, you're kind of stuck in there. But, you know, there's always signs along the road. You're getting here. You yield. <laughs> you know, like... Nah, nah, this shit is crazy, bro. And it's just like, yo. And I feel like, you know what's even crazier? I feel like we're in the age of where shit is fucking happening, like OD. Mm -hmm. Like, yo, we're in a fucking pandemic right now. How how's the pandemic like going on for you in Jersey? I noticed um not many people taking it as serious as initially. You know, I lost my grandfather to the um to the pandemic. Oh, so sorry to hear that. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah, it was um recently, like earlier this year. But um yeah, and the interesting thing is I lived with him for a while. So got to know him a lot better in the last couple of years. But um outside of that, a lot of people haven't been taking the, the virus as seriously as I would assume. And I initially didn't either until that happened. And I was like, Okay, maybe I should, you know, appreciate things. A little bit more, you know, maybe I should get six feet, you know, like before I'm six feet, you know, it's, it works. Certain things are necessary to survive, but I know it's New Jersey. People in New Jersey, it's kind of a blend. Some people take it very serious. Some people don't really take it too serious. Yeah, there's a lot here. more people that's not taking it serious. You know, like I know it's a definitely crazy you mentioned that because I was thinking I was walking outside. I'm like, nobody's really wearing a mask at all. This yeah. shit is a fucker and like horror movie right now, bro. This, this is like yeah. some dead ass shit. And the reason why I believe it, because you know, I don't, I don't believe anything the fucking media says. And yeah, same. But <laughs> but when I hear like fucking real ass people talk about this shit, saying it's real. Perfect example. Lupe said this shit is real. I'm like, nah, mm-hmm. Lupe is one of them niggas. I know. Yeah, he won't lie. Yeah, yeah. And once he said, nah, Shout stay your ass home and <laughs> wear a fucking mask and wash your hands, like, yo, do just that. Yeah. Shout out to Lupe for a lot of reasons, yo. He's one of the realest. But yeah. Yo, he's a pioneer. He's a, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? Um, me and my friend was actually uh, speaking about uh, role models and, you know, in like uh, society. And I was thinking this too. I was like, it's interesting that he mentioned the same version I was thinking. Mike Tyson. In my opinion, he's a good role model because he's the perfect, you know, example of um, a black man developing. Oh man, you know, notice noticing his mistakes and completely, you know, inverting his actions. Like, nah, you know, hell yeah, he's really good. Like, he's a perfect example of you know human development on all stages. Yo, I he's have a completely fun... spiritual man now. Hmm? Yo, I have a fun fact about Mike Tyson. So when growing up as a kid, like not my current barber now, but my barber that I had as a kid. Mm-hmm. He fucking cut Mike Tyson's hair and he framed wow. it in his barbershop. Yeah, so fuck that's it. crazy. I could say you know I you want to hear another barber as Mike Tyson. <laughs> Where you you want to hear actually an um, interesting fact too? Is because another this is weird. Yeah, another weird, weird reference. My granddad told me this. I did not notice at all. But the first time um Mike Tyson was training, he got knocked out by one of my family members. What? I think his name was Harry Tillman. Yeah, Tillman. Harry Tillman. 
Yeah, you know, as he, when he, crazy. this is before he went professional. Yeah, <laughs> like because <laughs> my granddad's name was Silman, so it's like, yeah, small world, man. Because he's right over there. Like we, oh, my granddad Jerry City, you know. So that's literally right, <laughs> a train right away. You know, obviously, you know, yeah, mix and mingle. Crazy. Some people move. Yeah, that is. Yeah, for real, for real. But yeah, Mike Tyson is a great role model, my big. Oh, hell he's yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. He's like solid, like at least for um. Even um his story, you know, he's a great living icon. You know, we don't have so many people that's that positive, you know, and speaks on the positivity and speaks on the yo like, yeah. He don't even try and judge people. That's what I like about him. He don't be judging people, but he, he just, doesn't. He's clearly you know changed. It's great. I'm a huge fan of his podcast, and he's always on some like super deep shit, not like regular deep shit, like yeah, extreme deep, deep, deep shit, like life, like spirit energy, yeah, like. <laughs> That's why I fuck with him. That ass, yo. So, yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. So, I ask every single guest on this show this question. Are you ready for this question? Let me prepare. Let me, you know, gather my chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was joking. All right, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> have you ever smoked weed? Yes, I have. Oh, shit. <laughs> yes, I have, sir. <laughs> do you remember the first time you smoked? Yeah, I do, actually. I remember vividly. <laughs> Talk about it. All right, so <laughs> I'm a little embarrassed. Oh, nobody. <laughs> well, my cousin. <laughs> All right, so I asked my cousin. It was a Boondocks episode that inspired me. My laptop, you know, broke. I didn't have anywhere to make music. I was like depressed and kind of like stressed. So I remember my cousin smoked. I asked him like, "Yo, bossy, bye, I want to smoke." He's like, yeah, sure, come through. He's like, "It's only you only gotta smoke with me because you know." He's like, "I don't want you smoking with anybody else because people be on some bullshit." I appreciate that. You know, and I remember the first song I ever listened to was a Nipsey Hustle song, and I was like, I remember this, the song sounded really good. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> and then I laughed, I laughed so hard at some stupid shit like that. My I, I was crying, laughing. <laughs> it was crazy. Like, yeah, the first song was definitely like. It's interesting to see yourself askewed and to know you're askewed a little bit. Like, man, I'm not. This isn't the same level of cohesion or coherence. Yo, that's crazy. Yeah. Shit. You have any more funny weed stories that stands um, out? That stands out. Man, not not too many. I'm, I could think of um, one time where... Uh, oh, man. No, nah, not too many, actually. Not too many that, that I would like to share right now. I don't know. You know, that's probably the, the best one because I'm going to have to dig for the other ones. You know what I mean? It's been nah, a long time. Nah, it's all good, bro. It's all good. Oh, man. <laughs> Yo, what do you want your legacy to be? I want my legacy to be about um saving the people by any means necessary. Mm. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> by any means. I thought, like music, gonna go on, I thought you was going to go on the whole speech. No, that, I, I, I want my legacy to be simple. So people, you know, you got to keep it into simple phrasing. You know, just one you know, phrase. Like, Damn, this is what Yo. I want to do. What's up? Yo, it's funny you say that because I feel like, especially with music, if you notice, a lot of people have like short attention spans and they don't yeah. want to hear like 20 tracks, 17 tracks. You know, they're cool with like 10 or less. Sometimes mm-hmm. fucking eight tracks or seven tracks. And I feel like yeah, that's been like, the way of music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for real. Like, we don't, people don't make um like, long LPs anymore like seriously even songs are like yeah if you notice it songs go from like four minutes yeah 
It's like just shortening, 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 shortening. Yeah, songs went from like four minutes to two minutes. It's, it's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Lil Pump was dropping songs that's like a minute and 20. Excuse me. Damn, a minute and 20. Damn. Yeah, like for real, for real. But I peep game. I'm like, that's kind of smart. You know, I'm not going to lie because the more, if it's good, people are going to keep playing it. But the thing is, what are you saying? What am, What are you repeating to these people? You know, that's another thing. What are you projecting into their mind? But yeah, but but there's also like a lot of songs too, like by artists that are actually you know musically inclined. I feel like, mm-hmm. yeah, I noticed Kendrick like shortened up his song. Yeah, yeah. Like he, but it, he gets it. He gets straight to the point. Like bam, 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 bam. Yeah, bam. but even you the know? instrumentation on like a lot of these short songs, yeah. especially for like R and B acts, it's fucking amazing. <sighs> Yo, yeah, that's why when we were talking about earlier about um the potency of art right now. Like, not, that's not even songs, you know, specifically. It's artists that's just, like, popping up that's making real, real good songs. But songs that last, last is not really doing the same thing. But R&B specifically has been on fire. Like, the level of complexity, you know, the range, the you know, the experimentation. You know, like, R&B artists now are fearless. It's great. Like, they're fearless. Yo. Like, they're really, like, nah, I make art. You know what I'm saying? Nah, yo, that's a good fucking point. That's a good fucking point. I didn't even think of it like that. Shit. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Yo, no doubt. You have any projects on the way? Um, well, I'll speak about my my most recent one. Yeah. Q and A. Yeah, talk about Covered it. Covered a lot of things. Talk about it. Yeah, it's called Q and A slash questions and answers. It's a combination of several artists. My homie Jay from Jerry's, Apito Goyez, Justin, Moja, Nyla, and my boy Leon the King. And of course, my homie Malachi. So it was a good collective of a lot of artists that you know, each from different walks of life, but just as good. You know what I mean? Like I reached out to all of the right people, and I got great pieces of art back. You know what I'm saying? But it's um the message, the overall comes to messages, asking questions about like you know, love, society, you know, existential, you know, placement. Well, not even crisis, yeah, specifically placement, and you know, when like I'm. In this world, in this current placement in life, you know, my next project is gonna be by the way, and it's just gonna be <laughs> a covering of like a little, like a little bit on um, like afterglow of that, and going into a different, you know, more of my um my Kai music side, you know, I'm gonna just generate more into like my genre of music, you know. Uh, that's fucking so dope. That's I, I like that there. Kai music. Oh yeah, that should Thank be fire. You. Kai music is gonna be. I'm trying to make Kai music a blend of reggae, house music, and R&B. Damn, that's gonna be insane. Thank you. Yeah, man, you gotta make that one banger that's gonna fucking bang in the club, bro. But like, you know, mm-hmm. but its own version of a club banger, yeah. like a Kai club banger. That would be fucking sick. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. See, yeah, you <laughs> you already know, bro. Yo, you want to be one of the pioneers of Kai music? You let me know. You can leave rap. You don't gotta make rap music no more. <laughs> Y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit, man! No, that, that sounds good. I, I'm shit. I'm down. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yo, not for nothing. We definitely gotta still get back to making music. You know, at some point we have to work on something. You know, I'm glad you asked me because if you want to be a part of it, you know, yo, I, they can get a little preview right now. Yo, <laughs> shit. Even though I've been doing all this acting shit, bro, I still fucking write. And I listen to the mad fucking beats. Send me something if you got something. 
I'm always working. Yo, not for nothing. I always, I'm always working on rhythms, you know, working on things. So I'm gonna slap something together for you, and we definitely could work. Yeah, definitely. and I'll come and I'll come to Jersey City to record if you got a spot to record. Oh yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You're more than invited. You're more than invited. Trust me. <clears throat> Shit. No, that sounds good, bro. So, yo, bro, tell the people where they can find you. They can find me on Instagram, K-O-G-A underscore Y-O-K-A-I. And on Twitter, I believe no space in between, but if you put Koga Yokai, the full name, you'll find me. You can also find me on SoundCloud under the same name. And all my music is on on other platforms as well. Excuse me. On all platforms. So, YouTube, you know, anything. You know, send a like, send a comment. Let me know what you think. Every little bit is appreciated. I love everybody that, you know, takes the time out to appreciate my art. But that's where you can find me. Lit, bro, lit. Yo, it, real quick, before we, like, wrap this shit up. It's crazy when someone, like... It's it's just fucking crazy. Like when one person tells you how great your fucking art is and what it means to them, it just like fucking pushes you and motivates you to like fucking levels that you can't even fucking believe. Yeah, seriously. It does. Yo, for real, not for nothing. It like it almost like propels you. It like gives you the, the ample footing to like bounce and say, Yeah, I could do this. Thank you very much. We need people. We need, you know, so um, it's a collective thing. You know, we create art to be shared, and then we they share, it and they appreciate, it and then they, you know, give the energy right back. It's called a response. You know, when you create like music with like different types of artists and just create like this beautiful fucking sound, it's fucking just pure fucking magical fucking energy that's yeah. just fucking yeah, seriously unleashing in the fucking fucking world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for real. You got that nail right in the head, man. Seriously. I couldn't have said it better myself. I couldn't have said it better myself. Literally, it's like, I don't like when people are arrogant with music. It's like, yeah, I'm the best at it. No, we all do this, you know? You're good at what you do in your way, and I'm good at what I do in my way. That doesn't mean we both can't share a stage, you know what I'm saying? Shit, man. What a way to close this out, bro. Yo, my brother, <laughs> thank you so much for being you know, part of this. Thank you, too. You're welcome, man. Thank you for having me, for real. Shit, man. Nah, we dropped a lot of gems on this shit, and, you know, I hope every aspiring artist, producer, songwriter, someone who wants to create their own fucking genre listens to this and feels fucking inspired. You are inspiration, bro, and keep fucking going. Deadass. Thank you. Same to you, for real. Like, man, that that made my night, for real. Thank you. (laughs) Shit, bro. Yo, happy fucking Thanksgiving. (laughs) Giving, yeah. Woo! Don't eat too much. You know what I mean? (laughs) shit bro all right brother have a good one man all right you too bro for real shit man peace